today on The Breakdown. Some days you just want to play poker. You want to play normal poker. <laughs> just regular, you know, you don't have any big plans. You're just going to do it. You're going to see if your hands get there. You're going to do this and that, raise once in a while when you don't have it, whatever. But some people don't have any days like that. And we're doing a breakdown right now of a hand with a guy who never, ever just wants to play poker. Because it's Dario Maneri, also known as the Italian Harry Potter, <laughs> because of those scarves. And he gets into a hand against Elkie in a very big cash game. It's from the big game, in fact, where, well, not only does Dario not have it, he really doesn't have it, but he's going to rep it at least for a while. Is this good? Is this going to work? Do people like Dario and these moves, do these work at all? Let's get into it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. I believe it's Dario Minieri. Minieri. Oh, what am I saying? Minieri? Yeah, you said Minieri. Yeah, Minieri, you're right. Yeah, but this is a hand between two of the uh, the first big stars in American poker from Europe, I would say. Two of the first guys hmm. who really like made an impression on the American audience back hmm. in the interesting in the mid-aughts and, and then for a little while afterwards. And both of both of them have so. really diminished in success since since this happened back in 2010, and they were playing on the big game. They pop up once in a while and stuff. I think Elki has done better than Dario, but yeah, but yeah, I think Dario's game was uniquely suited to that era. Yeah, he was just kind of a psycho. Yes, he apparently was um, a sit and go machine back in the day on Poker Stars. Oh, really? Yeah, he played like the high stakes sit and goes. This is before we heard of him even. So like in the you know like 2008 and things like that. Um, but apparently, yeah, he just crushed those things way back when, supposedly. Yeah. Well. I think this hand uh, illustrates a lot of things that are different about 2010 poker and 2019 poker. Like, there was a lot more blind aggression back mm-hmm. in 2010. Sizing yeah. was different. Yeah. General choices were different, <laughs> you know, amongst the top players. I mean, it makes sense if there's more blind aggression that sizing would be smaller, right? And it was. Yeah. Then, right? Because they're taking more chances, putting, putting those chips in the pot a lot more. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Uh, this hand was suggested, by the way, by Andreas Peterson. I think we got a first-timer hey, here. Hey, nice, Andreas. Yeah, Andreas suggested on Twitter. And, uh, you know, it's weird. The big game's been around since 2010, and nobody else suggested it. So it's a good job by Andreas to find a little gem that we are interested enough in to break it down. I mean, I've seen every episode of the big game. I certainly didn't remember this hand, but yeah, I'm I excited agree. to talk about it. Yeah, so good job, Andreas. Twitter, we're the poker guys. Tweet at us, do all the... Things that tweet, tweeting entails. And I like to say something. This is to the audience, but also to you, Grant. Oh, don't say it to me. If you don't like this hand, it's not Andreas's fault. <laughs> okay. Yes, we did it. What did we do? We said Andreas's fault. We said, the, you know, it's oh. Andreas's fault. Andreas's fault. You didn't, you laughed I, and you I, didn't know what I was talking about? No, I thought you were just being weird. Oh, no. Doing a no whole, yeah. It's, uh, making a real dad joke. Not even a bad joke. It's a dad joke. It's worse than a bad joke. But we're moving on. It was bad. You're right about that. It was that. wonderful. If we just had moved right on, it would have been like we there for a few, a few percentage of our listeners would really be charmed by it. And everyone else would be like, I don't know what's happening. You know, we never let things just go. We, we don't. don't. We don't do that. We don't move on. No, I think it's important to dissect. I mean, we break down the hands. We break down the players. We break down my openings. We break down the jokes. Let's break down this play by Bill Perkins. Okay. Uh, this is uh, start the hand. He's going to start the hand. It is a 200-400 game. There's the loose cannon. That's not going to matter. We're not going to talk about it. You Good. guys you guys get it. It's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> 200, 400 game, pot limit, preflop, no limit, post flop. It's not really going to come into play that it's pot limit, preflop. Pretty much 100K effective for everyone. 
Uh, like yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, we don't know exact stack sizes. They're not going to come into play as far as an effective stack being threatened. Cool. Um, so Bill Perkins, you guys know who this guy is, right? Of course. The, the businessman. Perky lives. Yeah. He's got billions of dollars, or at least one billion, I think. Yeah. And um, Triple zeros. Triple commas, excuse me. And that's why he limps six deuce off under the gun, I guess, because that's how the hand starts with Bill Perkins... <laughs> Literally limping six deuce <laughs> off under the gun. This is the very beginning of the Bill Perkins era. This is when he the was... The Bill Perkins era. You know, where like he was rich and really didn't know what he was doing We are all. now living in Bill Perkins' world. Well, in his point of view, the Bill Perkins poker era started clearly right around here. He's gotten better since and doesn't play hands like this anymore. Yeah, this is uh, back in the day when... I mean, he still plays hands too loose, yeah. for sure. We saw him... like what did he, limp, he limped deuce three or something in a hand that we did. Did he? I saw him play a hand with like seven deuce suited where he called like a huge raise preflop with seven deuce suited. I mean, he's no just reason. got too much money and he can't help himself, you know, I think. Yeah. Back then, but still probably, although not to the same extent, Bill Perkins is one of those guys who they're playing poker to play poker, they would say. Like, I'm right. here to play poker, so I'm going to play hands. You right. Know? Like, I see the flop. Right. Play hands. So that's what Bill's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, this is indefensible. There's yeah. nothing to break down there. Don't limp six deuce off. From any position, except maybe the small blind, if you're, what's his name, Manic Loser. Uh, right. right, right. You decide to do it in a tournament setting. So he does that. We got a, a different guy who was better at poker, but a worse person, I would say. This Phil Helmuth. So the next guy is going to I mean, you really don't know what Bill Perkins has done. No, that's true. I don't. And becoming a billionaire may often entail doing some horrible things you may have had or at least signing s- signing a document that you know is going to do something yeah. to somebody that's real bad and you can just tell yourself it wasn't your fault or lots of people yeah <laughs> but, but we don't know that that's the case yeah. with Bill Perkins but isn't he like isn't didn't he get rich like with oil or something like oh, that maybe. oil futures in Texas oh, or he's like probably that. the cause of many it's deaths probably really bad he's but prob- we don't we don't actually know this <laughs> but probably there's a like the lawsuits are going to be intense yeah but he's he's you know he's stifling those with Intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad that we uh, can be the target of one of his lawsuits now. Thanks. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for that. Is Jonathan. that libel? Is libel only in print? <laughs> I, <can't remember. laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're not. We're just joking, Bill. We're we not, don't. We don't know anything about you. We're we not think you're this. probably one of the good billionaires. You seem very nice. It's one of the good billionaires. That is all. Anyway, so Bill Perkins. This next guy, not Bill Perkins. It's Phil Elmuth. Yeah, worst worst person. Based on the little bits that we know, I agree. I mean, for sure, I'd rather hang out with Bill Perkins. Oh, my God. That is not I'd rather hang out with Bill Perkins than most people, actually. Yeah, Bill Perkins seems actually, like, super fun. Yeah, and he might just give you money. Well, uh, for very little little bits of pain, he'd give you way too much money. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, Sort of like poker, when he plays poker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, Phil Helmuth would be really annoying to hang out with, for sure. But anyway, Phil Helmuth is in this hand, and he has two nines. He has two nines. His famous hand. That's right. He won the main event with in 1989. Two black nines. Yeah, but this time... One of them is red, so oh, it's not his hand. Might as well fold. It's like the number three for him. Number one is two black nines. Number two is two red nines. Number three is the mixed. Ah, I see. Mixed nines. He uh, Nine of spades, nine of hearts. He makes it 2,000 from the cutoff. Sure. Cool. Fine. We arrive on our Italian Harry Potter, Dario Manieri. Yep. He's got 10, seven of hearts on the button. You could call. You could fold. Yep. I guess you could three bet. Yep. Feels like uh, overtime in a cash game, you're you're kind of leaking money if you're three betting this hand all the time. You can't three bet this hand constantly, but I assume he see he thinks Phil is just isolating the limper and the very bad, wide, super wide limper, and so Phil can be pretty wide. In any game that Bill Makes Perkins sense. is in, there's probably like a competition to isolate him right. every hand. So yeah. Dario may also think like sometimes I raise and both guys call, 
Like Bill's just going to call the whole thing sometimes. And, and that's not great. It's not great, but I get to be in position and whatever, you know, like it's not, not ideal, but sometimes it goes that way. Sometimes everyone folds. I have position. No one knows what I have. It's fine. I'm Dario Minieri. Yeah. I mean, it, it all works against him that his reputation is that of a crazy person. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, he's going to three bet with 10-7 of hearts to 5,600. The sizing is exemplary of a different era, I believe, over the 2,000 with a limp in there. Yeah. And there's an ante. So wow. That's pretty cool. small sizing. Yeah. What do you think it should be? Uh, I think it probably should be something like 7,000. That was the first number I came up with. I, then I dropped it down maybe 65. 65 to 7 seems right. Yeah. But he goes 5,600, which, I mean, you, you're going to want fold equity with a hand like 10-7 of hearts, right? Yes. And you, I don't you, care how often you're aggressive. You still are going to want fold equity. You have some fold equity in yeah, this I mean, spot Phil exactly. Yeah, I mean, Phil has some like ace five off. That right. He's just isolating Perkins Ace nine with. off. Yeah. He's probably king, king 10 off. He's going to fold, but he's got a, but you're not going to fold out that much of Phil's range. Here right. Either, unless any, Phil is constantly isolating. Yeah. Any pocket pair, any suited connector, suited gapper, you know, good ace, ace 10 plus, probably not going to fold for the sizing. Maybe Dario also thinks that he can just outplay Phil post flop like so yeah, much. Maybe of the this time. is about isolating Phil. Maybe. Maybe it's like, that's a bonus. Like, if Phil calls, cool, more money in the pot for me to win later. Like, I usually win. Like, I'm not afraid to put a lot of money in this in this thing. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. Maybe. That said, Phil's still around doing things, and Dario, haven't heard from him for a while. Super Dario. He just finished second in the main event. Close. Yeah. Close. This is the other Dario. Dario. San Martino is now more famous than Dario Manieri, huh? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So, that's interesting. He probably has been for a little while. But anyway. Maybe not. Let's not argue about that. Let's let's get back to the hand. <laughs> well, Dario Minieri benefits from being part of the poker boom, yeah, famous people, and those true. people were extra famous. Anyway, he makes a 5,600 from the button. 10-7 of hearts. Okay. Then we arrive on our Frenchman, Elki, Bertrand Grosbelier. Grosbelier. I love croissant. I mean, who doesn't love croissants? You like them more than I do. Do you not like croissants? They're fine. I think they're overrated. You would actually describe you. a croissant as just fine. You wouldn't say it's good? Like a good croissant? A good, a good anything is good. Okay, but versus a piece of white bread, what would you rather have? <laughs> I'd rather have a croissant. Versus a tasty English muffin, sign me up for Oh, you take English, English muffin, muffin over croissant? United Kingdom What kind of a crazy time. person are you? Okay, by the way, we're talking about standalone. I knew this was going to happen. We're you talking so about passionate about fucking croissants. I mean, let's talk about this for a second. God damn it. Because the only way to do a fair comparison is to say okay. they're standing alone, right? They're, you're not adding something to okay, it. Okay, but they could be toasted, right? Like the croissant the yeah, is obviously a piece of shit if it isn't toasted. Yeah, you can toast it. Okay. You can toast the croissant. And buttered. And, no, you can't butter it. That's Fuck adding. Fuck you. That's adding Fuck to it. Fuck you. Fine. You can even butter the English Thank muffin. Thank you. You can butter either one. You can toast either one. Now you lose. But you would never but need. But now you lose. No, I, first of all, I don't. Second of all, it's a point in my favor that you would, of course, never need to butter a croissant. Its buttery essence is amazing. So they put it in the butter before rather than after. That's dumb. That's a waste of butter. <laughs> All right, you guys are going to have to tweet at us about this. <laughs> Croissants or English muffins? Hashtag English which muffin one of for you, Which ones of you are racist and like English muffins better? You know, there's, there's an obvious correlation there. Jonathan knows it too. I don't care. I'm still happy with English muffins. <laughs> Croissants are clearly superior. I can't believe we just wasted everyone's life for that. It's Let's not, continue. I mean, we're doing a podcast about a poker hand from 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> Talk about whatever we want. <laughs> It's well said. Well yeah. said. All right. Fair enough. All right. So Elke, Bertrand yeah. Grosbelier. He's got ace queen. I know that. What nope. position is he? He's uh, in the small blind. 
Okay. Mostly known for his tournament success. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he did play high stakes poker also, right? He played this he and he played high stakes poker. So I, he might have been around the bigger cash games, but I don't know if it was just TV games because he was kind of famous or... I don't know either. Yeah. Anyway, ace queen off. And, uh, you know, from a standard perspective, not thinking about who's in the hand and stuff, this is just like one of those spots that kind of sucks and you usually have to fold, right? I mean, it's six-handed... Phil was in the hijack of the cutoff. Cutoff. The cutoff. So it's cutoff and button against guy. A guy. One guy who you can understand is raising to isolate. Another guy who is three betting a lot, especially with that dynamic. I think Ace Queen is often a four bet here. I, but it, but I agree. But you're you're not calling very often. But trying to relate more to like the listeners and yeah. stuff. Like in in a two five game, oh, somebody right. makes it. 15 and somebody makes it 45 or 60 or, or like if there's a limp and then somebody makes it 25 and then somebody makes it 75. You should usually be throwing your and hand you away. have ace queen in the small blind. Yeah, it's a bad spot. If there isn't a dynamic, if there's right. a dynamic, you should probably be four betting some of the time. Yeah, it kind of sucks, though, because it's mostly a bluff. Oh, yeah. No, the most of your hands that you're four betting there that are, are blo- I was in this spot not too long ago in a five five game where I ended up four cold four betting two tens in on the button after it was. Uh, hijack open cutoff three bet and i was just like okay let's make it 175 dollars and see what happens because yeah. i'm not calling and i'm not folding so it's, yeah seems like the best I, I thought about calling but i was like if i call it's so obvious what i have if i raise well it's going to define the whole thing isn't it deep stack cash games have so many weird spots that you can like yeah. i was in a relatively deep stacked one two game just waiting to play a different game the other day and um i had tens and under the gun open to eight dollars and uh, and I was in the cutoff, and I was like, I could just call here, and that's fine. But also, like, why not isolate and mm-hmm. you know, like, get more money in the pot with tens? But like, clearly fold to any four bet, and, right. and that's why I made it twenty five bucks, and the guy immediately made it a hundred bucks. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I fold. But totally. so it's weird. It's like I took a hand of value, and it kind of became a bluff, but no, not not really. I mean, it it just gets weird. No, there's a lot of spots with two tens right there specifically where you three bet them, where he calls in your way ahead. Yeah, right. I mean, also you get in the isolating isolating has value. Um, but there now we're getting now we're talking about this, but that's fine. Um, I was in a I was playing in a game where um, I opened Ace King, got three bet, I four bet to three and a half times as three bet because I was out of position. We were pretty deep, and he just moved in instantly. And I was like, "Wow!" I said, "Wow, you really have it, huh?" And he looked me right in the eyes and said, "Yes, I do." And I could tell he was not kidding. <laughs> I threw my Ace King away. He showed me two kings, and I was like, "Okay." He probably on. wouldn't have said yes, I do so confidently if he had aces because he'd be he like he, with kings he like wants you to fold kind of right maybe yeah maybe but like I was sure he wasn't five betting me with queens you know what I mean like yeah I remember, I remember when I when I was putting in the four bet with ace king I was even thinking I guess I just have to fold to a five bet like this guy is not gonna bluff me like there's some guys who maybe don't have it here this guy always has it like I, I knew enough about this guy to know right. he's always gonna have like kings is probably the worst hand he ever does it with so it's just like okay you right. Win. But in this specific situation we're talking about, we're talking about Bill right. Perkins, the guy that everybody wants to isolate limping, Phil Helmuth, then raising, Dario Minieri, the crazy guy, three betting. Like, there's no folding ace queen as Elky in the small blind here. I think not, right? I think this is a clear four bet. Yeah. Do you think there's any merit to a call? I think if Dario had a slightly tighter range, you could start to talk about it. But the problems with the call is... Phil Helmuth is now going to call, too, if we call. Almost always. Almost right? always, yeah. I don't know what Bill Perkins is going to do. I'm assuming he's going to fold. But... Phil Hummuth will sometimes, if he has a big hand, he will four bet. Oh, that that's yeah. that too. But then we like save money instead of four betting yeah. into the big hand, right? But um, but so like I like raising because we get rid of Phil most of the time here by raising and by calling. We don't. We have to play out of position against two guys, including Crazy Dario. Why don't you just pick up the money that's in the middle? 
a lot of time we're going to successfully do that. Sometimes we're going to get called and I don't know, have to navigate post-flop, which is not going to be fun. Yeah. Maybe ace-queen suited is easier to call with because there's more flops you like. It's still not that good out of position. It's better. It's better, but we're also going to start, we're already going to start to have some stack to pot issues, not huge ones. Like we've got the kind of hand that if we flop top pair, we're just going to be stuck in the pot now. You know? I mean, not if we're 150K deep, right? Um, I guess not. That's true. It depends on how deep we really are. You're right. Yeah. But if we have like, how much did Dario make it? 56. Oh, he made it 56. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. We can still have like 95 and yeah. the pot can be 18. And I guess, well, you know, it's like six to one, right? It's not I mean, five to one, six to one. It's we flop top pair. It's going to be hard to get away. That's okay though. I mean, you flop a good top pair with ace queen. Right. But it's also hard to get huge value. Yeah. That's the problem. And so like getting the money in now before the ace comes out is sometimes better. I mean, you're not trying to get the money in, right? You're no, 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 no. I, no, I mean, just getting some money in now before the ace comes as, out. Mostly as a bluff. Right, right. No, we hope everyone folds. If we get called, we're going to have to figure it out. Yep. And at least we can flop a good top pair if we get yeah. called. I mean, look, it, it's unlikely we're going to get um, five-bit bluff very often. Dario's capable of it, of course. Phil Helmuth is almost never going to five-bit bluff here. I don't know if I've ever heard of Phil Helmuth five-bet bluffing. I don't know if I have either. In any, in any game of consequence, at least. Yeah, right, right, where it, yeah. where it matters to him in any way. Um, it would be really weird for him to do it. And honestly, it's hard for Dario to do it, too, after he's just been cold for a bet. It's like, he could decide to he's Dario, but like... Yeah, but Elki wasn't really part of his plans, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, everyone's supposed to fold, so... So, how much does Elki make it? Uh, he, makes it he makes it not enough. He makes it 13300 Yeah, that's not enough. It's, uh, yeah. Dario's going to be forced to call with almost everything. This is the 2010 thing, man. Like, yeah. 13,300 over 5,600 is just not going to get many folds. I mean, like, it's like 17 or 18,000 is like where you have to start thinking yeah. about it, right? Um, a lot of people would go even higher because you're out of position, but maybe it doesn't matter as much now because the numbers are big enough. It's, an, it's enough of Dario's stack that, like, He's not going to call more. He's going to call a little more in position, but not a lot more because he's in position. I feel like 20,000 is kind of standard. 20,000 sounds fine. Yeah. Instead, yeah. we get 13,300, which I'm sure if Elky were playing in this game today, he would make it a lot bigger. I would guess that would be the case. Yeah. Things have just changed, you know? Yeah. That's what he does. Uh, we're going to get a fold out of Bill Perkins with a 6 2 soft. So oh, really? He got rid of one. Okay. So Bill gave somebody $400 that they shouldn't have had. 400 extra dollars. That's a good amount of money. It's nice. Phil Helmuth complains a lot. Yes. And then folds his two nines. Phil, Phil Helmuth sucks on his bottle. He, uh, he poops in his, in his diaper. <laughs> yeah. He, he whines a little bit, and then he finally throws his uh, hand away. This is one of those spots where he actually says, is this real? Is this real life? Is this real life? That's yeah. a classic stupid Phil Helmuth thing to say. <laughs> you know, like, come yeah. on, man. You have two nines, and it's been four bet. I, I know it's crazy, but it's not that crazy. Yeah, like it happens sometimes. And, mm. you know, you don't have to fold, by the way. Right. The, the, the dynamic here is Dario Minieri raised and Elki re-raised behind you. Like, those guys don't have to have it. By the way, if you're a fill and you make it, like, 32,000, like, what can... Forget about Dario. What hands can Elki continue with? Not very many. Like, kings and aces. Yeah, with ace-king, is he, is he going to... He's probably going to feel obligated to put a little more money in because it's only 18,000. The odds are amazing, but you've got position on him. It's incredibly hard for him to continue with almost anything, even though you're giving him, quote, a great price because it's just so powerful. I'm not saying Phil should do this, by no. the way, but, but like that's an option that clearly he's not even considering that would just be amazingly strong. Yeah, but he decides to fold, which that's is fine. the standard play. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And Dario is just getting the price of prices with 10-7 of hearts on the button here. So it's costing him like 8000 so uh, A like little bit 20? less. Yeah, he's costing him $7,700 uh, to, yeah. to win a lot more than 7700 To win like 20k. Yeah, he yeah. just has to call imposition. Yeah. Even though this sucks right, right now. But, it you know, does. we're just going to fold a lot. Whatever. Yeah, but Elki really should have made it more. Yeah. But, you know, era. So unless, Dario, unless Elki's trying to like induce Dario to like oh, five bet, Elki's going to snap. That's ambitious. Against Dario, that's at least the guy you could have that plan. You against. could have that like, plan. Let's against. just get two hundred fifty blinds in each with my ace queen. It's fine against you, Dario. Yeah, but yeah, I'd rather have aces. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather be Prahlad Freeman against Vanessa Selps. Yeah, me too. Somehow she has Jack Seven. What a deal! Misses just, all three times. You just get like one hundred and twelve k or whatever she had in her stack. I think she's drawing dead on the turn all yeah. three times. Even and she's just so upset. And as she's leaving, does she say, like, why do I do this? And Antonio's funny. I was like, I don't know. She says, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Um, all right. So Dario calls. That seems reasonable, even though it's not a hand that you really want to have in this situation. I mean, look, if he folded, it, wouldn't be, it would be okay to fold here. But it feels like... It's suited. It's connected-ish. Like, maybe, we'll, maybe something good will happen. I don't know. Let's play the hand. We're in position. Let's go. It's cheap. Yeah. I mean, I, I pretty much always call in these spots. You know, you mm-hmm. give me a good price, I call. Yeah. In position especially. Like, that's it. So the pot's going to be 30K. Um, I was watching TV the other night, and yeah. I was just watching the infomercials because, you know, it's fun. You do love the infomercials. 3 to 4 a.m. is the best time to watch infomercials. It's like the golden hour, the magic hour. Yeah, and there was this guy, he was talking about how he has these knives, and they're really sharp. Sure. And it's kind of incredible, the deal you get, because... Usually they're like two hundred and fifty dollars, and they're like from Japan and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's and, a good deal. Uh, they, and he showed he like sliced through a piece of paper like it was nothing. Really? Yeah. And guess how much they were selling them for? Two hundred and forty dollars. You're getting like no, no. Here's here's the thing that I forgot off? to mention. He's actually going to give you two of them, two, two knives, two of the knives that can slice through the paper like that. Yeah. And also like lemons and shit. I actually need um something that'll cut yeah. paper anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. But it's it's ten dollars. Nine ninety nine. The paper is ten. No, no. Two knives. Nine ninety nine. I don't it, even. You have to pay shipping saying. and handling. How much is that? Ninety nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't say. <laughs> but anyway, I was thinking that's a really great deal. That is an amazing. Deal. I mean, like considering the knife quality, we're talking about Japan over here. I mean, they do the they do knives they, better than anyone. They know how to make that. knives. Yeah. Um. And I was thinking, you know, that's maybe the second best deal I've heard of. Really? There's a better deal yeah. that you're aware of? It's this called, feels like we're leading into an ad of some sort. It's called, click in the link in the description. What? To sign up for Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. What? <laughs> that's the deal I'm talking about because that's, that's a, what you get when you sign up for Nitrogen Sports Poker Room using the link in the description is access to our exclusive Poker Guys monthly tournament. It's a 0.1 millibit buy-in, 100 millibit guarantee. That means the guarantee is a thousand times the buy-in. And guess what, Jonathan? Guess what? I don't even, I'm, I'm scared to guess. You don't even have to pay shipping and handling. Oh, damn. So that's why it's a better deal. It is a better deal yeah, and, because uh, of that. And also, we never reach anywhere near the guarantee. Like, if we got to a tenth of the guarantee, it would be amazing. It would be, we, a, it'd be news. Yeah. We would tweet we about it. We don't. So there's a huge overlay in this thing. And uh, you can only access it by using the link in the description. But it's good news for you guys. But wait. There's more. Oh, really? If you act right now, Grant, yeah, you also uh, Nitrogen will also open up their other sections of Nitrogen Sports Poker, which is not just poker. It's also casino games and sports betting. You can actually bet on pretty much all the sports, all the ways on Nitro. And because it's a Bitcoin-only poker site and casino site and sports betting site, 
The money gets in and out super fast. You get your money from Nitrogen an hour and a half after you request it. Everyone else takes days. If that, it is unbesqueezable. You'd be crazy not to get involved. Unbesqueezable. Yeah. We had this ad was going so well. You think I ruined it there? You said unbesqueezable, and the whole thing is up in flames. I feel like Up in flames. The whole infomercial story, that was fucking art. And then you have to go and say unbesqueezable (laughs) on my ad? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was what made it, like, memorable. So, like, like, first of all, you don't think we could talk to Nitrogen's marketing guys, who we know, and we could say Nitrogen Sports Poker. It's unbesqueezable. And they would be down with that? Of course they'd be down with that. You want to bet? I would like to bet. I'll give you a year. I'll give you a full year. Uh-huh. To get nitrogen to make that <laughs> their motto, and I'll give you ten to one. Oh my we'll god! Bet right now on the air. I want to. I really want to because I feel like they would listen to this and make a cool ad for poker time. No, but it has to like poker. be their it's motto. Unbesqueezable. No, it has to be a motto for a while. It has to be the motto for the whole website. Oh, everywhere, not just for, no. Yeah. I said for poker. It's oh, not for just poker. poker. It's okay, just the poker room. But like for the one ad that they would no, do. no, no. I would no, bet no. on that. I think it I has I think to I say a, it when you log in. It has to say it on the poker site. I think I have like a, a, over a nine percent chance of talking them into making like a poker time ad where it says it's unbesqueezable, you know, because it's funny. But no, otherwise, I don't think I would win. But isn't it unbesqueezable, Grant? <laughs> it is. The deal is unbesqueezable. <laughs> so use the link when you sign up. And uh, that's that's the uh, end, that's the end of the ad. Now, who would have known the ads were the funniest thing we do? Who would have <laughs> who could have guessed that we do funny stuff? But the ads are consistently the funny. I mean, we've had two pretty solid ads in a row now. Yeah, last yes. week's ad was strong it, as well. Nitrogen's getting their money's worth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With these, you're ads. welcome. Nitrogen, pay yeah. us more. Give us more money. Come on, you bastards! You fucking assholes. <laughs> That's always smart, right? Yeah, yeah. I just call them names and swear at them. That's a great idea. Endears them to you. We like them, though. They're very yeah, good people. Yeah, they're the best. All right. Really? So <laughs> there's 30K in the pot. Dario has been relatively forced into a call with a 10-7 of hearts on the button. The four bet from, from Elki with yeah. ace-queen offsuit. He has the ace of spades and the queen of hearts. And Elki's like, oh, you actually have something, maybe. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, why do you make it so small? Anyway, let's get yeah, to Yeah, you shouldn't have made it so small. Yeah. You might know more about his hand if, if you made it a bit bigger. Agreed. Flop is four of hearts, six of spades, jack of clubs. Nobody's in love with that. No. It's not much of a flop. Four, what, six, should, what should Elkie do? I think we absolutely must continue. Yep. Like, it seems crazy to check and give up. Uh, do, we have all the big over pairs, and Dario maybe can have them too. But he can have queens at least. Like it, maybe in this era, Dario was always five betting aces and kings. Who knows? He might have been five betting queens. He might have. He's been, crazy. Yeah, that's true. And like, and knowing his crazy image, he probably gets more action with queens like deeper than most people could. But maybe he's calling queens. But like, we have aces. He maybe has a few. We have way more aces than he has. We have way more uh, kings than he has. We probably have the same amount of jacks, right? Pocket jacks. Um, he, maybe he has the smaller sets. And yeah, it's harder for us to have them, but we can have those too if we can have ace queen. Maybe right. I don't we know. Have two sixes. I don't know if that's We're, true. I don't know if I don't know if Elky really is going to be. Yeah, I don't know either. Four betting those no hands. blockers. Ace queen seems like a more standard four betting hand. It play. It, I mean, you have blockers and it plays better post flop. Yeah, for sure. So maybe you're right, but still, like we have probably overall a range advantage here, right? No, maybe not. I think Dario has more top pairs. Dario definitely sure. has more jacks than we and do, and I think he definitely has more sets. Because he's got the baby sets. Yep. Fair enough. But we have the overpairs and he doesn't. So anyway, 
I think we clearly are continuing. This is a very dry board. And what are we... The plan is just to give up against the, the wide-ranging dude on the button who's always going to bet, basically, if we No, check. no, I don't think we can... We, we must can, bet. We must bet. I agree. 30K in the pot. How much do we want to bet? I don't know. 10,000. Something like that? Yeah. That's another error-dependent thing, I think, because... I don't think people were thinking that way back then. Like, this is a pretty dry board, and 10000 is going to get it done the same as a bigger bet. Like, people are going to read my sizing as weak, and they're going to raise me when I bet 10000 So I'll keep at sixteen six, which is more than half pot. That's fine, too, though. It's fine. It seems a little big for this board. Yeah, but, I agree. And, like, the SPR that's been created here and everything. Mm-hmm. But he's going to bet. Okay. Just hoping to get a fold. Sixteen six. Yeah. Cool. Dario is Dario. And he's sitting there, and he's thinking, I'm Dario. I'm the guy who is Dario. Therefore, I Dario. I'm just letting you do this. Therefore, I Dario. He Dario's to 35K. Okay. He basically clicks it back. Yeah. What do you think about this? I think it's super weird. Explain. How deep are we at this point? When he makes it 35K, this matters. I genuinely don't know the stack sizes at this point in the thing. Were, like, were, they, were they not putting them up on the video? They were not. Um, wow, that's... That's no, this was this was before they always had stack sizes. Wow, and everything, that's you know? so long ago. 2010, man. It's been a while. I mean, that should be like a big chunk of like that means Dario will have put in 50k. Maybe they bought in for like 200k because the, like the, we the know minimum the, is 100k. That's all we know. Right, yeah. right. Um, so maybe they have 200k. Maybe they're deep enough that Dario's got like a lot of room here. Um, I mean, I actually like a call more than a raise here for Dario. He's in position. He's got two back doors. If he raises, he can get blown off the handle. You wouldn't think that's going to happen too often. But Elkie could bluff him off the hand. Like, by calling, I guess Elkie could just keep continuing. But, like, it's way harder for Elkie because now it looks like we actually have something for real. Like, our story is way more reasonable if we call, right? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I guess if the plan is to get Elkie off. Of, but if we're getting, trying to get him off ace high, which is mostly what we're trying to get him off, then why not just raise him? Yeah, this is going to work. This, this is supposed to work against Elkie's hand for sure, right? Yeah. Elkie's just supposed to throw away ace queen right now. So fair enough. If he's got ace king or ace queen or any other ace that isn't really a jack or better, if he doesn't have a jack or better, how is Elkie supposed to continue? Yeah. Right? He just really kind of, I guess he could decide to, but it'd be super, like two tens, very reasonable to fold. I don't know if two tens are going to bet, but if they did... Very reasonable just to throw their hand away here. Well, you're wrong about everything because Elkie decides to call. Yeah, I actually knew that. I yeah, I, I know everything. you knew that. Yeah. Just so, know. Jack 6 4 Rainbow. The reason Elkie calls, in my opinion, is most likely that he just doesn't think Dario has enough value, that he's too bluff heavy, right? Like Jack 6 3, right? Jack 6 4. Jack 6 4. So, I mean, Dario's saying, I have a set of fours, a set of sixes, maybe sometimes a set of jacks. Other than that, what do I have for value? I'm not raising Ace Jack here, right? Probably not. Here's the problem. What's our plan on the turn when we don't hit an ace or a queen? I mean, maybe the plan is to hold on against Dario. Okay, that's fine. If that's the plan, that's fine. But that gets pretty titchy. Yeah, it's a scary proposition. Um, this is my only concern about calling. Besides that, I think it's fine. But like, maybe we know. Maybe we maybe we've played with Dario enough to know he gives up a lot after one shot. And if that's true, then actually I like a call a lot more. But if we don't think he's going to give up very much, I don't know how we can really call here. I mean, most players aren't going to have 10 high and give up after raising the flop right. when they have like basically no equity against most things. The really good players, right? Yeah. Like, actually, I feel like it happens a lot of lower stakes stuff, like in the 5-5 yeah. five, five games that, sure, you know, sure. whatever, um, where like, I'll get raised sometimes and I can just like, I call with ace high specifically to see what they do on the turn and then they give up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, but if we think Dario's just going to keep pounding away, like, it seems a little bit insane to decide to just call down with ace-queen high. We have so many better hands. 
Like, this is one of the worst hands we're going to show up with here. I mean, I guess we have maybe we have in our mind a lot of bluffs too because it was 2010, but do we really? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Yelke has a bunch of like king highs here that he's just three, four betting because of the dynamic. Right. It's just like the four bet is so small that can't possibly be profitable, but they didn't know that then, I guess. Does Yelke have a lot of ace highs he's four betting to that are worse than ace queen? Maybe. Maybe. He has two over cards. I don't know, but like Dario's not supposed to have jack 10. You know, it's not supposed to matter that you have over cards. Right. right. I'm like, let's say Dario is actually raising like ace jack. That's not good. We have ace queen. It's we have really, three outs. It's bad, yeah. But like it's better. I think it's better to put in a raise, a re-raise than to call. I think in this era, this was like the most clear era among the high level players that like raising top pair is not a thing you do. Hmm. Like you just don't do it. Hmm. Right, because it's bad. We know right. the reasons it's typically sure. is bad. We you, you can find spots to do it these sure. days if you're if you're picking your spots well. But at this time, especially, I think it was like Definitely prevailing wisdom. Like, you do not raise top pair. That's a terrible play. Totally. Yeah. Unless stack to pot is, like, super tiny. Um, but so Alki's probably eliminating all jacks from Dario's range. And that just leaves him with nine combos of sets, and the jacks might have five bet. I don't know. It's Dario. Um, okay. But again, so when, he, when we check the, the, four, the deuce on the turn and Dario bet 65,000... We're just going to station. Do you think, would you prefer Elki just make it 75K or something? Or just move in, I guess, if, if he owns depending 100K? On, depending on how deep yeah. we are. I assume he has more than 100K. Um, yeah, I think I would. Even though the story isn't great, I still prefer it to calling out of position against a guy who's almost always firing the turn. And we're just going to miss way too often. By the way, if we hit, we don't even know if it's any good. Like, it just seems like a bad plan. Maybe Dario's so wide and doing this stuff so much we can actually call profitably. But then we have to, like you said, we have to not fold on pretty much any turn, which just gets brutal. It does get brutal. There's a lot of scary-looking cards that can come. And maybe his bluff turns into a better hand than yours. You know, a 10 or a 7 could come. (laughs) Right. And is he going to stop? I don't know. If he hits a seven, is he going to feel like that's good enough? I don't know. He may feel like he has to keep bluffing. And then he ends up winning the pot. Yeah. Right. That would be bad for Elkie if that were to happen. Agreed. Anyway, Elkie's, I, I think his plan is to station him. He's just like, it's Dario. I got to station him. And he only has sets of sixes and sets of fours for value. And another, like, I, I don't think he's going to have sets of jacks too often. And there's gut shots and open enders and just random bluffs out there that Dario could have because he's Dario. I have to keep going here, and I decide that calling is the way I'm going to do that. I mean, Dario, in theory, could have, like, two kings and decide yeah, to raise. Yeah, I suppose you could. Depending on how deep they are. Uh, in, in theory. But also, I kind of feel like Dario's five-betting that Me all too. the time. Me too. I think he is. Almost always. Yeah. If not always. Yeah. This hand kind of... I mean, not to say that Elky's playing it great, but I think this hand illustrates really well the power of balance and how balance has become a really big deal of high-stakes poker... And in 2010, it wasn't as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And Dario is like, at least is, from my perception and my analysis of how Elky's thinking through this hand, the unbalance of Dario is what allows Elky to make this call, right? Yeah, for sure. It has to be, right? What else could it be? Yeah. He's, say, he's saying, like, you don't have the big pocket pairs and you have too many bluffs because you're not raising a jack. So my hand is too good to fold. So it's like sets only because there's really no two pair. I guess you could have six, four suited. Exactly. Yeah, I guess you could have that. But there's, what, two combos of that anyway. Yep. Not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just like, the story is not good enough, Dario. Call. I mean, I see. I, I can see the argument, certainly, for 
deciding to just, put in a, another yeah. raise if you're all, if you don't believe Dario, right? Uh, Instead of just calling. That's what I would do. This opens you up to too many bad things happening when you just call. I mean, I was in a spot like this uh, this summer in a tournament. It was day one of one of the Venetian tournaments I was playing. Oh, the only Venetian tournament I played. Where I um, I raised the small blind to big. The guy called the flop was 10-3 deuce rainbow. I bet and he raised. And I was just like, I don't see what you can have that can ever call a three bet here. So I three bet even though I'm like, I don't know what the world I'm three betting, honestly, that I could ever. What, what would I three bet? I guess a set. There aren't too many of those. You know, and uh, but I did it anyway. And he like thought for a while and folded one pair, and like I don't know, the story was bad. But what's he gonna do? Yeah, you I know? mean, if Elki moves in, it, there's nothing Dario right. can do. Right, exactly. I mean, Dario's calling with the sets and folding, and he somehow can have aces or kings. I guess he's calling. Yeah, but he can't. Right? He's. We think he almost never has that. Yeah. yeah. And what's he doing with queens when he gets moved in on? You're like, cool. Jacks plus all beat me or chop with me. Yeah. What the hell am I gonna do? I'm gonna call and pray Elki has tens. Pray he has ace Yeah, I think moving in is the right play if you're yeah. Elky, even though it sucks and is like, wow, I'm really putting in a 100K with ace high here. That sucks. Okay, but there's a lot of money in the pot, at least now. Yeah. Because right? there was 20K and Elky bet. There's more than 20K when he, when he bet. Oh, right. 30, right. There's 30 and Elky bet 16. There's 46. And then Dario just made it 35. There's 80K in there. Yeah. So, you know, if we, if we risk 140 to win the 80. Doesn't have to, I mean it has to work, but we also have we have equity sometimes, although when called very little. Yeah, maybe, if you have maybe a set never. Of sixes, we have backdoor yeah. equity only. It's really bad, actually. Yeah. yeah. Still, I do not like a call here. I wonder. I wonder if Elki would still call. Against I don't Mario. know. Anyway, that's what he does. Yeah. Pot's now hundred k. Okay, I, I'm rooting for a brick on the turn so we can see what happens. It's the king of spades. It's not really a brick. It's not really a brick, but it's. We should talk about it. Okay. Elki checks. Yes. He's trying to go into showdown mode. I mean, I mean, he's like, now what do I do? I guess he has. A, he's got a gutter to the. He's nuts. not. He's not so worried about the king, probably. Right? Like, no, the king shouldn't. I matter. guess it, you could be worried about the king as much as you're worried about any card because right. it could have randomly hit Dario's bluffs. But like, Dario doesn't have king jack, right? He's not supposed to raise king jack on the flop. Mm-hmm. So that's good as Elki. The king shouldn't matter, but it's still not a card we love seeing, right? Right. It's not a card that we should be super worried about as Dario either. The only thing that it is a real problem for us with is if Elki hit a set of kings, now we can never get him to fold that hand specifically. But Elki, you wouldn't expect him to have ace queen. You wouldn't expect him to have ace king either, right? So you wouldn't, I don't think so. You wouldn't think Elki has ace king here, and now like I can't get him to fold. Right. I would think that. I agree. So, it, so it actually shouldn't matter. So as Dario, we're sitting there and we're thinking, okay, um, the only thing this really changes is queens, now there's an overcard to queens. And so if, if, if Elki has queens, once in a while he's just gotten beat, right? Yeah, and if so Dario has king way. 10 or something. Yeah. Is Dario even going to bet if he, hits, if he has a king on the turn? Probably, probably not. not. Right after all this action, he's probably going to check and like but start I think, pot controlling. I think Dario is supposed to bet. He's supposed to say, like, if you have a set of kings, whatever, but I have a set of fours and right. I'm just going broke if that's the case. Other than that, like, good luck. Yeah. How, how does it feel to have aces and queens right now? Yeah. It doesn't feel great, does right. it? Right. Like, if Dario's betting on the king, he's saying, like, I'm not afraid of that card. Exactly. Like, which I think is the move. Yeah. I mean, you are afraid of that card if you have a set of sixes because you're like, oh, sometimes you get a set. But you're but, just sucking it up. Like, yeah. you're, just, you're just getting doubled through. So I think Dario is supposed to bet this card. Me too. Instead, it goes check, check. Yep. So I think what's happening is Dario's sitting there and he's thinking, Elki knows enough to not fold. Any of the hands that he called with, i.e. I, queens plus, isn't folding on the king turn. Ace jack plus probably is okay, what Dario's fine. thinking. Yeah. But he's not, that, that card isn't going to get him to fold. 
And so I'm just going to be throwing money into the oblivion here. So I'm giving up. Yeah. That I understand, actually. Like, once Elkie calls your raise, it's like, well, what's left? Like, as we were saying, we don't think he has ace high. Yeah, you don't expect him to show up with ace queen. I mean, I guess he can have two tens, but... I don't know. We have a 10 in our hand. He doesn't have two 10s very often. Like, two nines, I guess. But how many fold the two nines? Yeah, bro? Dario knows one that, combo. obviously. Show, show, um, showed Dario only. <laughs> so he could have two nines, um, but I don't know. We can also take a shot on the river if we really want to. But I understand why you why he's in give up mode. I think he was like, oh, I hope this raise works. Oh, it didn't. I'm done. Like, this guy is now trying you to think like... that it's because it's a king, or do you think there's no. cards where Dario would bet? That's a great question. It's hard to come up with a card that Dario could bet. I mean, I think he can bet all of the cards. Right. But there's no card that's any better than any other card, right? Maybe an ace is a good card for him. Because that, like, kings and queens, like, start to hate that now. But Dario then just raised ace high on the flop? Yeah. But he called pre, and he's Dario. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with, like, what's a bad card? Is a jack really a bad card? It isn't, is it? A six or a four. Those are the worst cards. Because it reduces his combos of sets. Oh, from Dario's point, I'm saying yeah. from Elki's point of view, what, what are bad, what are cards we feel like that we can that are like I'm more inclined to bet now. Obviously, there's the like the eight of hearts or something, but um, that Elki's inclined to bet. I'm confused. No, no, no. That Dario, no, that's bad for Elki. That Dario's like, oh, I want to oh. bet more now. Like right. I want to bet. Like instead of check, I'm not. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to give up. I'm anymore. thinking What's more. A good card. Yeah, I guess. There's I, like nothing, I'm thinking right? more in terms of Dario's perspective. Like what cards are going to make it more likely that that I get this through. That's, like, what I'm, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm asking. Same question. What, yeah. what's, what's a card? I don't know. It's hard to come up with anything, right? I think maybe straightening cards are good for Dario. Like anything that seven? completes five. No, an eight or a three, really. Anything that completes five, seven is probably the best. That's okay, but it ain't great, right? Um, well, it's six, four, right? So maybe yeah. like, uh, yeah. Like, so it could be like seven, eight. So a five, a five brings seven, eight in. No, eight, eights and threes are the best. But they're not that good. No. But I think Dario should be betting all of these things. Okay. So you just think you should keep betting? Yeah, I do. I understand why he's giving up based on the fact that Elki just called his raise. Yeah. I mean, looks like Elki's not going. It looks like Elki's going to station him because remember, Dario's Dario and Dario knows his image. Dario knows that he's the crazy guy who bluffs all the time and Elki knows that too and he knows Elki knows that. So he's like, maybe I shouldn't always bluff against this guy since he's just going to, he's clearly not folding. Look, look, he's not folding. Well, he might. Be folding the ace queen. We don't know if he we is actually or not. don't know. We have no idea. He does pick up a draw to the nuts, and the king shouldn't matter. But at the same point, if Dario ships or not ships, but bets fifty five thousand on the turn, he still may throw it away. Right? Like I would have thrown it away a long time ago or raised the flop. But I don't know what Elki's plan is, so we don't know if it's a good idea for Dario to bet or not. Right? Yeah. I understand why Dario doesn't bet. Is what I'm saying. I, I totally get that, and don't think it's crazy to give up here. All right. So it goes check check on the king turn. The right. six of spades, four of hearts, jack of clubs, flop, king of spades turn, rivers of jack of spades. Oh, really? So it brings in another jack, and it brings in spades. Yeah. So Dario That's a better card for Elki. It is definitely a better card for Elki. He's supposed to have jacks. Dario is not supposed to have... Not, I don't mean pocket jacks. I mean like ace jack right. type hands. So Elki checks, and Dario checks back. Right. Just complete give up. I understand giving up on the jack, because Elki does have the jacks in his range, and Dario doesn't. It's possible Dario is actually going to fire big on, a, on most rivers, and, yeah. that's just, and the jack is just such a bad card. He really can't. Like, he can fire on almost every river, but a jack you really can't fire on, right? Yeah, if Elki checks again, you feel relatively confident that you can get it through at least some of the time, you know? Although mm-hmm. maybe Elki's trapping a lot. Who knows? Yeah, but you're like, okay, but sometimes he's going to fold, right? Yeah. Like, when, when we put, like, a lot of pressure on him, and, like... If he has queens or even... He's probably not going to fold aces, but I don't think so against Dario. Yeah. 
Especially if it goes check, check on. But yeah, I, I get the Jack give up a lot more than I get the other one, I think. It's possible Elky's just stationing almost no matter what with like all his one pair of hands too, which is just shitty. That is possible. And maybe even Ace Queen. Maybe even the nut no pair. We don't know. I doubt it, but I can't believe he called the raise anyway. So this is where I'd like to talk to Elky a little bit. I'd like to understand what's going on in the mind of the Frenchman. He's thinking about how croissants are a lot better than English muffins. He's thinking about cheese for breakfast. I mean, that is a delicious thing. Mm-hmm. Cheese and bread. That's what they do. Sign me up. That's what they do. You can just go there. You don't have to sign up for anything. I, I'm going. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm going to be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.